Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast, episode number five. We're going to recap over the weekend. Uh, we're going to do our biggest winners and biggest losers of the week. We'll jump straight into our triple option wager. And then there's not very many good games this week, but uh, this weekend, but we'll do our top games of the week predictions. And then we might see if somebody has a what is you doing on somebody. Might throw it around. I don't know. We're just kind of winging it this week. Enjoy. going on guys week two of college football has ended week one of nfl is underway how are things how are everybody feeling about what's going on <sighs> a lot of stuff going on <laughs> a lot of football to watch and uh i wish i could wall- watch all of it but not a tough time in the day first weekend we get full slate saturday and a full slate sunday yeah i'm excited for fantasy all right <laughs> See, I don't, I don't do fantasy football much anymore, or I, I haven't in the last probably three years. Uh, so I'm not really much into it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed fantasy football when I did it, but it's, well, it's aggravating we, we, a little. We drafted like two or three weeks ago, and I'm just like, I want, I'm, re- I got all my team ready, and I'm ready to play. And some of them are doing good, some of them not so good so far. <laughs> yeah, you get your team drafted, and then this is the first week, and you find out that they're, they're not as good as you thought they were. <laughs> But some of them are better, maybe. Or you have that really good outstanding player that week on the bench. That always happens to me. Yep. That and our uh, season-ending injuries or mm. long injuries happen. Yeah. First game of the first yeah first game of the season and uh, your best player is out for the season. Wonderful. I'm always intrigued to see who OJ Simpson drafted because they always have an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently he drafted Andrew Luck. He retired, and then I think he had an, uh, Antonio Brown, and he. Got cut, and you know, I, he's with the Patriots. Do, do you guys want to jump into that? I mean, that was uh, a roller coaster of events. I mean, if we're going to do that, we got to get a what is you doing first. I, I mean, see, I thought about putting him on the what is you doing, but apparently he's playing the game to make as much money as possible because he had a $30 million, what, six-year contract, and apparently that voided. I, you, you have to look it up. Don't You know what? I'm going to say it so confidently that I'm correct. It happened. <laughs> it happened because Brantley it's, said it happened. And so he gets cut from the Raiders, and now he has one year guaranteed ten million, and he could end up making up to fifteen million dollars only for one year. Yeah, and and a chance at a Super Bowl ring with the Patriots, a whole <laughs> lot better chance than he <laughs> had with the Raiders. I, I don't think the Raiders paid him any. I don't think he got a single dime. I from don't the think Raiders. so. I don't. Th- I think they took even even took his um his guarantee away from him. It was definitely a behind the scenes scheme the entire time for him to get to the Patriots. <laughs> I, I really think uh you know I have him on one of my fantasy leagues and I'm I'm following him and I get it right when they talk about let's see he's going to be suspended. He's going to be suspended this is like Friday or something. 
I get a trade offer for like Keenan Allen for him, and I'm like, eh, probably not. And then I start reading a little bit more, and they're going to kick him off the team, and I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. And so then I try to try to take the trade, and he didn't want to do it after that because apparently he's been keeping up with it. And now I think I'm glad I got him. I mean, yeah, I mean him Tom, and Tom, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, I'm, it Brady could to be Brown. electric. I mean, Brady to Brown. It, it's really going to be one of the best receivers he's had since Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Jinx. Jinx, <laughs> Jinx again. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Well, they also have Josh Gordon. With it. So now they have two head cases on their team. and. <laughs> They they could be outstanding, or they could both end up not even playing, but a couple of games and get uh, get kicked off. I, I can see Josh Gordon not playing as much. I mean, he he was so good, and he's getting a little older now. But Antonio's much better than he is. I don't know. We'll see. Well, with the whole issue when he was with the Steelers, I thought it was Ben Roethlisberger the whole time, and then come to find out, it's been Antonio Brown, him being a cancer and a head case, but. You, you know, I, I I was saying beforehand, I was I was joking about it. I think other people did too, but it's like he's probably gonna get kicked off the team, and then he's gonna go to the Patriots because Bill Belichick is the only person that can control somebody like that because he ain't taking no crap off of nobody. Yeah, I thought it was a joke the entire time that everybody had a had a meme of uh, Bill Belichick like looking at, through the, uh, his binoculars and eating popcorn and just kind of waiting. Lo and behold, it's 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 unbelievable. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I mean that really it, it's got me thinking that that may push them to the top. Like I I didn't have them win it at all, but uh, Antonio Brown Tom Brady combination that could really push them over the top, even without Gronk. Yeah, they still have Edelman, right? Yeah, they still have yeah, Edelman, so, and Josh I mean, Gordon, uh, Harris. Don't they have um Damian Harris? Damian yeah. Harris. But they have a lot of weapons now, so if they can keep them on the team, if if Josh Gordon can pass his drug test, if Antonio Brown can get his act together, then they, they have a lot of weapons for Tom Brady. And he, you know, Tom Brady's getting older, but he's he can still throw a short a short pass to these guys. But realistically, it was a complete joke. <laughs> what happened with him and the Raiders? It was it was up and down, up and down. He apologized to them, and now he's... And then that YouTube video. Did you watch the YouTube video that came out? No. What was that? Of the, the phone call from Gruden. Gruden yeah, when, made he a fa- when he found out that he got released, he come he on had, man, you gotta go back and look at the video. Yeah, he, you need to watch the video. He just gets super excited, starts running around his backyard. So it, no, wait. no, that was when he got cut. Oh, he was excited that he got cut. But there's a YouTube video of Gruden calling him and it was like, "Come on, man, you you're really good at playing football. Just stop the annex and let's let's just play football." And and he's like, "Man, I work really hard. I do want to play." And it's basically apologizing. Everyone's apologizing for what they've done. And it was basically Gruden saying, we want you on our team. Let's play. Let's do this this year. And then, like, I don't even know how many hours later he gets cut. And then that video comes out that you're talking about, Chris, him so excited to run around his backyard. And then he calls his grandma and he's like, I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot. Oh, man. So, wait, what is the difference between getting released and getting cut? Is that is there a difference? I guess getting cut, you don't get any money. But if you get released, because like he got, I mean, they said he got released, but then like three hours later, uh, he is actually cut from the team. It was like acting like he could have still played at some point. I don't know. I don't. I didn't understand. That I, part. I guess the wordage is the money aspect. That's the only thing I can think of because he's not getting a dime from the Raiders. Yeah, and I think whoever picks them, whoever um picks him up, they will. The Raiders will get a the compensation pick for him 
So, you know, the when they do the compensation draft, which you usually don't hear much about, it's usually nobody that's really worth anything, but they do get, I think they do get an extra pick. What about the, what about all the fines? I, I guess those get cut as well. He doesn't have to pay any, pay any of his fines. I mean, I guess not since he's not an employee by the Raiders because right. that's, that, I think he, that's why he was mad is his own team was giving him the fines and it wasn't an NFL issue, but. Because I think if I recall, he was, he was liable for like $50,000 in fines. No, it was, it was uh, over 200000 just for the one oh, wow. thing with him and the owner. Oh man. That's why, that's what, what threw him over the top, I think. Um, you know, who knows what threw Antonio Brown over the top, but. Me and a me and a coworker were talking about receivers and how a lot of them are crazy, like just out of just bizarre and their antics. I'm gonna throw this to you. We named a handful of wide receivers that aren't crazy or anything. Can can you name a few that aren't so crazy? Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice immediately came to mind for me. I don't. I mean, I wasn't really a big pro football fan when he was around. I think, I mean, and there probably and, wasn't much, as much media with him. Yeah, and Larry Fitzgerald was another one that came to mind. Yeah, Larry Fitz is the man. I love Larry. He's probably one of my, my favorite NFL players just as, as a person. But I just don't understand these wide it, – it seems like it's only wide receivers. Correct me if I'm wrong. Running backs. Just, I, I'll give you some – there's some running backs out there. And, and But part of that, I guess, is because they just don't get paid uh, because it's just – just their position is not as as valuable as it sometimes seems. I guess. Yeah, I mean the receiver position in general is just a flashy position. It. Yeah. You. you that's when you see the highlight. The highlight plays are usually from receivers. They get to make the one-handed catches, the diving catches. You know, they run in open space and juke the other, pl- you know, the defenders, and it, they just have more opportunities than any other position to have the what you know what you would call the top ten or the highlight plays. Yeah, and so, that and cornerbacks cornerbacks versus wide receivers and all that trash talk that goes on, they're all pretty crazy. Yeah. I always loved Deion Sanders and Jerry Rice getting into it. That was such a good matchup. Uh, anything else on the NFL before we dive into uh, some of the games that we watched? The Browns did not look good. No. No, they did not. Yikes. So so your call, I think it was you, Chris, that talked about their defense was going to be a problem. Yes. That was definitely, yes. definitely a problem. I mean, Tennessee Titans – I don't think they're going to have that great of an offense. I, I really don't. I mean, I think it's going to be mediocre, and they ran all over them. Yeah, I mean, the defense obviously was an issue in that game, but their offense didn't, didn't do anything either. I think Tennessee's going to have a good defense, and I'm sure the Browns' offense will bounce back, but that was just a really bad showing for their first game. Everybody's excited. Odell Beckham, I, I don't I don't know his stats, but I don't think he – I know he didn't get a touchdown. He, no, he had th- at least six or seven catches in like the first half, so he was he was around. He wasn't making anything amazing, but Jarvis. I mean, I saw a couple catches from Jarvis Landry that looked pretty good. I, I think they will they will get better on offense, but I I am unsure about that defense. Everybody was hyping them up to you know maybe win that division. Yeah, that's not happening. Nope, they're gonna need a lot of work. How, however, uh, another team in that division. Very well may win that division, and that is the Ravens, who looked amazing. They did look good. Lamar Lamar Jackson, a bunch of touchdowns. My dad, who I'm not even sure looks at his fantasy team, put (laughs) him in over Matt Ryan, you know, and uh, scored a bunch of points. Lucky draw. I guess I did pick his team for him, so I want to take a little bit of credit for that. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was I mean, the the Ravens really did look good, but they were also playing the Dolphins. Dolphins are horrible. They're tanking for Tua. Oh man, it's yeah. I uh, I I was just gonna go ahead and say, is I that th- a thing? I, so, I, sorry I th- to interrupt. Keep going. Sorry. Surely <laughs> they can't be tanking already, <laughs> but I, I would. I'm gonna call it. They're gonna be the worst record in the NFL this year. They looked. They looked so bad. That was it. That and was and the Ravens. Maybe they're good, but they ain't that good. Is that is that a thing? Tanking no, for I mean, Tua? No, it is. Uh, I mean, my T-shirts made for <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> my, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get a patent for you it. Trademark it. But yeah, I, I think it is a thing. They they've made a lot of trades. They trade away their best offensive linemen, and they've just been piling up picks. And the only reason why you pile up picks is if you're trying to rebuild. You can use those picks. You know, combine a couple picks together, and you can move your way up the board. And and you know, hopefully. You know, if you don't if you don't end up getting the number one pick, you're at least close, and you know you might not get to it, but you can settle for one of the other top quarterbacks. Yeah, be I the mean, draft. there's there's going to be a three or four decent so wide receiver. Trevor I mean, Lawrence sorry. cannot come out this year, right? Is that, no. is that correct? Okay. Oh no, no. So no. you got you got Justin Herbert and you got Tua are your probably your top quarterbacks, right? Eason. From 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 can come out. I, I think Eason's decent though. Yeah, we're gonna talk to, talk about uh, him in a minute when we get to college football. Bryant, Bryant will come out. Yeah, but he's not gonna be at the top. I was just wondering who who the, who just, the worst teams are I'm gonna ju- get. I'm just I'm just saying there there because last year there wasn't very many quarterbacks to choose from, but this year's NFL draft there's quite a few for for some of those people to pick up. So yep. Uh, who is the is it Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen's the other quarterback. They have Fitzpatrick playing today, but I guess it doesn't matter. Obviously, their defense was just putrid. I mean, I think Josh Rosen eventually got in. I guess maybe just to see what what he's oh. got. But I mean, this is a mop up duty when when they're um, getting blown out, which they were getting blown out. I guess by the start of the second quarter. It looks like uh, Dak's doing pretty good. It's twenty one seven right now at half. So. <laughs> Witten Witten caught a Witten, caught a touchdown Witten pass. A touchdown. I have Dak on my bench instead of Cam Newton, which I should have put on the bench. I I I think I picked Cam Newton t- two years in a row against my better judgment. I just <laughs> I, I I just I felt like he was the best option fantasy wise, but I really didn't want to pick him because he's just he's inconsistent. I just don't like him. Just don't like him. There's a lot of there. there's a lot of things people don't like about him. He should have come to Mississippi State you, you for sh- 180 grand. You should have paid him more. You should have paid him more. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> You're right. All right, let's get into the uh, college football. What uh, what games stood out? Which ones did you enjoy watching? Which ones tanked that you didn't like? I got a lot. A lot that I uh, liked and didn't like. I'm sure these people are already bored out of their minds. So let's let's <laughs> let's get something going. Oh, we just want to talk about LSU Texas <laughs> game of the week first. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought that was the best game. That that was the best game. But I I don't see how either team can say they're DBU at this point. That's a good point. I, I mean, because the whole time they were both battling who's DBU, who's DBU, and I'll be honest, I haven't heard from one. I haven't heard or seen or anything of one Texas defensive back in years. Could anybody name one defensive back that's come out of Texas? Uh, they named a few. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You you got a really good cricket <laughs> going on right there. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I mean, LSU LSU has been DBU. Uh, besides, I mean, Alabama could be in there, but I mean, 
they always have like really young defensive backs and they come out really early. So I always see LSU being that DBU, but that game last night, uh, I mean, LSU's defense was good, but they couldn't tackle anybody. It just didn't seem that they could make any tackles. Both offenses look looked pretty good. I didn't believe that was LSU. <laughs> I mean, they talked about it all last night, the announcers did, I know, but I mean, the offense was so different, and Joe Burrow looked fantastic. I mean, it was I, – I, I honestly, I didn't even think the, uh, Texas' defense was that bad. He was just throwing the ball all around the field, putting it in perfect spots. Now, his re- his receivers, they were open pretty good. Yes, um, a lot of them were wide open. They were. They were. But they made some good throw, uh, good catches and good throws from Joe Burrow. Yeah, and yeah. uh it's it's scary going forward because if if they're going to actually be that good on offense and you already know that LSU is going to have a pretty good defense, uh, well at least you think. But they, they like like I said, their defense looks good because they were, I mean they were on each player that had the ball, but they couldn't make the tackle. It seemed like each offensive player broke two or three tackles before before they got down and and got like a five or ten yard gain. J- just uh, a fun fact. I was just looking up top defensive backs from Texas, and one of them is Jack Rabbit, Jack Crane. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of that one, right? In the nineteen forties, well, I think Earl Thomas. Yeah, Earl Thomas is is the one that I at least know. Uh, I don't see any other ones that I really know. Yeah, I, Texas. They're. I, I think. L, I mean, LSU. Their offense performance was was outstanding. What I guess Burrow threw for ton of yards and uh i think they both threw for over 400 yards almost both quarterbacks I think. yeah that's what it, yeah i think they both threw for over 400 yards and i mean i thought lsu they're deep I, I didn't expect texas to score that many points but i didn't either lsu they, their defensive backs were in a big mismatch against those texas receivers they're tall and that's and yeah i thought they you know they held their own for the for the most part but 400 yards that's a lot to give up in the air and you know a lot of it was texas or, or some of it is Texas trying to come from behind. They got behind, and they, you know, that makes you have to pass the ball more. But I, I mean, it was just a, an outstanding game. It, a lot of points and two top ten teams in LSU. I guess now with that win, I think they slid into number four. Yeah, I think the that's what I saw. I have the AP poll if we wanted to bring it up. But yeah, they they jumped up to number four. You know, we talked about Joe Burrow, but I, I really like the Texas quarterback too, El- Ellinger. He he, just kind of a, a gritty guy that just makes things happen, and I, I love those kind of quarterbacks. And uh, he was he was slinging it. They, they threw so many deep shots, and you know some of them he's just throwing them up and hoping for the best. But a lot of times it works out. Well, especially like Chris said, those Mitch miss ugh. mismatch mismatch. I can't I can't even talk. Yeah, y'all y'all handle it from here. I, I really think though Texas is pretty good, and I think that Oklahoma. Uh, Texas matchup in the Big 12 championship is gonna is gonna happen. It's gonna be a good game. I mean, I know Jalen Hurts is looking good, but I, I think it's gonna be close. A lot of points in that game. First, yeah, first one to 50 wins. <laughs> it may be more like 70. 50, I was about to say. <laughs> well, so with LSU moving up to number four, that puts Alabama two, Georgia three, LSU four. Can the SEC get three teams in the in the college football playoffs? Um, I. I doubt it because a lot of people are going to lose and only two of those teams are going to be in the SEC championship. And I feel like if you're in the SEC championship, they may just put you in the playoffs. I, I really can see, I mean, 
if LSU's playing like like they did, at least on the offense, that they give Alabama a run for their money. You said it's at Tuscaloosa, though. I think this year, but uh, it, I think it'll be a good game yeah. at least. I mean, it, it had honestly, it hasn't been a close game in you know a couple of years, but uh, it might be this year to, with that new offense. I really liked it a lot. I mean, and it's a long way away. Injuries will happen, I'm sure, and I don't think Alabama can afford too many injuries in certain spots. So definitely not on defense, not right now. What else y'all got? Michigan, Michigan and oh, Army. Oh man, that that was a disaster. I I think everyone in the nation was, even Michigan fans were like, you know what? Let's just pull for Army. Why not? At this point, didn't both of you pick Michigan to make it to the Big Ten champ- Big Ten championship? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. So that's. But I also said that they would lose. They would choke and lose. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I don't think. I, I they, I didn't watch all that game, but of course, you know, everybody's rooting for Army. Who cares about Michigan? I feel, I feel like people hate on Michigan a lot. I don't know why. Everybody's rooting for Army, and it's just a heartbreaker that they ended up losing that game. I think a lot of it has to do with their coach. He he rubs people the wrong way. Absolutely, and. And Michigan just being the the name that that name but brand. Say, I feel like even before Harborough got there, I, I didn't like Michigan for I I don't know why. I just, I don't like their colors or I don't know what I don't it's know. Because it Tom Brady went there. Uh, no, I don't think that was it. I I actually like their colors and uniforms. I like their helmet. I I actually like Michigan. I just don't like their persona. I, I'm starting to not like Jim Harbaugh. But to put that on the line to for your freshman kicker who has never tried a field goal. Never had a field goal in his career. Is this Michigan? Army. Army. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, so they had a chance at the end to win it, right? And then they also had a pick that he threw in the end zone, like around halftime or something like that. So they they were very close to winning that game. They should have won that game. Uh, which is was crazy to even think. I mean, Michigan has to have so many more, so much more talent, and uh, they really shouldn't be in the game with them. It was pretty fun to watch Michigan it, almost lose. But even the field goal, I mean, it was it was this close. And wow. that poor that poor freshman. I mean, he, I give it up for him. I mean, he went out there and tried first field goal of his career in a huge game like Wait, that. How long was that field goal? It was forty six yards, I think. So it wasn't a gimme. It wasn't a gimme chip shot. It's it's just they did have a chance to win there at the end. But when you have a team that throws the had four passing attempts the whole entire game, and they're they're you know they're running offense and them trying to run the two minute drill. With running option are they a triple option worth yeah. worth their triple option oh yeah so it's it's i mean it's it's impossible it's it's almost like you said get, having a freshman kicker come out there that's never had a you know never met, uh attempted a kick before well try a, a option quarterback that probably averages three or four passes a game if that yeah it's crazy but that was awesome so who stayed up to watch the uh cal washington game is no it, one. It was a two and a half hour delay, and it already started oh, at nine thirty our time, ten thirty Eastern, which is crazy. So yeah, I did not see the score, but I was pretty upset because on my ESPN confidence pick them, I put Washington at ten, and they lost. Jacob Eason let me down. I'm very upset with him, so I don't think he's going to go good in the draft. <laughs> I'm not I'm not biased at all right now. Not bitter about it. There's not much to say about it because I didn't watch any of the highlights. All I know is that Cal kicked a field goal right at the end of the game and won it. And uh, I don't think Cal's very good. I did look. It was a very defensive game. There was not many yards on either side of the ball, which is kind of weird. Cal pulled it out. So Oregon's lost. Washington's lost. Those are the top two. That, Yeah, that's what I was, I was, that was one of the points I was going to make. 
they are they're they're slowly going down. They all they have left is Utah and you know, I, I don't know. Utah is a, a good team, I, but I'm not sure. It's not a big enough name. Yeah. Did, is US is USC 2 and 0? Did they win their first game? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I can tell you who's yes, they are 2. Yeah, so I I guess technically you have USC who doesn't have a or has a freshman starting quarterback that apparently killed Stanford after I went to bed. I didn't stand for that one either. Stanford's not as good as as they have been in the past, and no, they not. also had a backup quarterback. So it was yeah. the battle of the backups, and USC has has a better one. Th- there was actually a lot of like top twenty teams that went down this week that that weren't really top twenty teams, but they had their numbers next to their name. Nebraska, Nebraska. You know your 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 sleeper pick for the Big Twelve <laughs> championship. Syracuse went down. Big, was it are they Big Twelve or Big Ten? I can't remember. No, they're Big Ten. <laughs> that used to be Big Twelve, and now they're Big Ten. The, the facts, the facts. We're we're good on that. So, anyways, yeah, you picked you picked them yeah. for the Big Big Ten championship. Uh, yeah, they're Big Ten. The Big Ten has twelve members, and the Big Twelve has ten members. Yep. And we're trying Accurate. to make sense of this. So, anyways, I think there was one other one. Syracuse, Syracuse lost to Maryland, which we all called. Look at us. Oh man, they Maryland prophes- dominated oh, wow. that game. Yeah, that was uh, that they was put brutal. Up, they put up sixty points on them, didn't they? They ended up taking it away. Yeah, they were talking about the most points scored in the first two games from Maryland history for I don't know thirty, forty years. What do they have? Like seventy something? Seventy, yeah, seventy something first game. I think sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah, that that'll Man. get you point records quickly. But. Maybe Loxley's a better play caller than we thought. I, I at Alabama, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if it was just the players, but I get you know maybe he's legit. I mean, I think I think Jackson uh, had a really good game too, and I think just having him as a transfer is really helping him. But you know, we all called it. Obviously, it was pretty obvious that Syracuse was not that number that they were, and uh, I think Maryland's probably better. But I don't know if they're top twenty-five. But Syracuse is bad, very bad. Well, I don't think they will they will rank Maryland because of the ban. So you don't know, you don't know. Oh yeah, I forgot that. How how long are they out? I don't know, like three years, I think, or more. That's a really long bowl ban. But can they not still, they can still be ranked. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I have no idea. They can, right. Probably not in the college playoff poll, they cannot be ranked because they can't. Say it confidently. <laughs> Say it confidently. They cannot be yeah. ranked in the college football playoff poll, but they can be ranked in the AP but poll. The playoff poll doesn't come out until, what, October? Yeah, something like that. What about the Texas A&M? And uh, Clemson, did you guys Man, watch that? I was all on the hype for Texas A and M. I mean, I was with them. I was like, man, they're gonna they're gonna pull up an upset. They're gonna play well. They're gonna play like they did last year. Clemson's gonna be a dud. Trevor Lawrence is not gonna play like he did. He's gonna play against. He's gonna play like he played against Georgia, Georgia State or Georgia what, Georgia Tech. And uh, I think they. I will give Texas A and M did win on holding the ball for the and basically the entire game and only scoring one touchdown. Uh well, I guess if you can win p- one part of the game, that means nothing actually. So <laughs> uh but they did uh win you a chance to uh have some uh hot sauce warheads or syrup, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so did y'all y'all watch watch the game? I, I had it I on did. my 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 side TV cuz I was watching the Alabama game. It came on at the same time. And so out of the corner of my eye, I'm watching my side TV. Out of the corner of my eye, I'm watching Texas A&M and Clemson, and every other play, it seems like there was a Texas A&M player on the ground. Yeah, it didn't look like the same Texas A&M team at all. 
They, uh, they kept it pretty close for like what the first court, first probably first half. It was for, it was first fifteen th- minutes, ten to three. I thought it was ten. No, they scored right at the end of half. Yeah, seventeen to three and a half. That's right. But yeah, I, I wasn't able to watch it, but uh, I, I was keeping up with the score. And uh, you know, I said last week that I thought Etienne was going to be better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that didn't happen this week. Trevor Lawrence uh, apparently looked pretty dang up, pretty daggum good, and uh, Etienne didn't do a whole lot. They had another running back who had more yards than he did. Uh, so, Yeah, it could be one of those things where they just Dabo just picks apart the weakness of the other team. And so some games it's going to be Trevor Lawrence that's going to that's gonna go off, and some, some games it's going to be Etienne that's going to go off. It just really depends on the matchup probably. I had some other ones I wanted to talk about. Do uh, I think we got we got to recognize the leader in the SEC West standings, right? We got to talk about them. Y'all know who that is, right? Nope. Ole Miss. <laughs> Ole Miss. Is it? Is it right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ole Miss is the leader in the SEC West standings because nobody else has played anybody, <laughs> and they beat Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> wow. All right, biggest winner of the week and biggest loser of the week. We're gonna start with our biggest winner, Chris. You wanna, you wanna go or Matt? I, I can go. I I hope I don't steal Matt because he he really likes this. But North Carolina won again. Did I take yours? No, actually, I didn't even pick a winner. But I got something I can put. Up. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, North North Carolina is two and zero, oh, and I, I didn't even expect them to to beat Miami I th- no I, I mean all. I know Miami's still young but I, I Miami's defense is supposed to be really good and I, ju- I just really thought that Miami would would contend in ACC outside of Clemson but it looks like it's North Carolina that that's going to be the the number two yeah no I I, I couldn't believe that uh I was for, I mean we all picked Miami so we all got that wrong also you know, UNC's got that freshman quarterback who's apparently pretty daggum good. Who who knows how good really Miami is? That they pulled it out right there at the end. I think they were, you know, Miami came back, and then they ended up kicking a field goal there at the end to to win it. Go Mac Brown, man! He's got that team going in the right direction. Uh, we all we all said that they weren't going to do good, and now what? Two and zero. Do you think that squeezes them into the top twenty-five with a couple of you know the lower end teams losing? I don't think yet. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, based off what they've done this year compared to what other people have done this year, they probably deserve it. Uh, will they get it? Eh, probably not. But next week, you know, we got some other teams lose and they win. I'm guessing they're playing a nobody, but uh, they might be there, 20, 24, 25. Virginia right now is the 25th team. I don't know if they're any good or not. So I'm going to go with my biggest winner is Joe Burrow in LSU with that. And and I think when he became a winner was when they decided to come in with those new offensive coordinators and that new offense. Um, they just looked amazing. I would like to talk about something we haven't talked about, but th- they that was the best best thing I saw all weekend. And uh, he's going to give LSU a chance to win almost any game if he can play like that. I mean, he probably has more passing yards already in the first two games than LSU's quarterbacks normally have over the whole season. You know who it reminded me of uh, when we were watching the other night was the Zach Mettenberger with uh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. I don't think those receivers are that good, but you know he was making them look good, part of it. And they had a prolific offense. It wasn't anything 
the way that they did it this time, uh, this year, as they did back in Zach, when Zach Mettenberger was quarterback. And I don't think he has the arm that he does, but he had the accuracy. The accuracy was on point. Yeah, my biggest winner was Mac Brown and uh, North Carolina. Again, like I've said it before, taking a two and nine team and already have won your two opening games. That's incredible. What was he even doing being a tele or the announcer or whatever? He should have been coaching the whole time. I don't I don't understand why Texas got rid of him. I mean, they have a good coach now, uh, and they're building their program up, but I don't, I can't believe they got rid of him. I mean, it was rough. It was rough there towards the end, and sometimes you just need a change, I think, but it's working out for UNC, so. Yeah, I mean, when you have a coach that's been at the same program for for that long, it just things start getting stale and they just you need a change. If you're unless you're winning, then then you you know, you got to got to make a change well my computer died so uh oh <laughs> you did say it only had 45 minutes and it lied it it had less than that it, i think it always just uh over exaggerates how much time it has left that that's why i try and work off my phone as well but uh biggest loser matt you wanna you wanna go first biggest loser of the week i'm gonna go Ooh, this is this is a tough one there's so many losers out there it seems like it's easier to pick losers than winners. It's so much easier. <laughs> there, there's so many out there. Um, you know, I, I, I picked Florida State last week, and I could go get with him, but I'm going to pick somebody different. I'm going to go with UCLA and going 0-2 versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati and uh, what San Diego State. I mean, they got Chip Kelly. I think they won three games last year. So it's just awful. I, I looked at their, their schedule, and uh, I am not – Sure, they will win another game. I mean, they they might win two games this year if they're lucky. It's going to be a rough year for UCLA if if they keep playing like they've been playing, and it's going to be a short term uh, stay for Chip Kelly if they don't say anything. Yeah, I mean, they brought him in thinking that he was going to be the savior. He was going to come in and completely change that program, bring him back to to a winning winning program. And he, I just haven't seen it. His offense hasn't looked that great, and. Uh, I, you know, I guess it, it'll take time probably for him to get the players in there, but I, I don't know if he's going to have that time. He might be on the hot seat. <laughs> you want me to go, Chris? Biggest yeah, you, loser? You can go ahead and go, biggest loser. I got a couple. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'll just go ahead and pick them. Tennessee, yikes. I mean, you lose to BYU. Another yikes. loser that we had last week. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're winning in the losers. <laughs> the they're winning loser something, I guess. <laughs> I mean that's that's awful. They had a ninety nine point six percent chance to win there at the end before they threw that long pass. Uh, that was just embarrassing. Uh, I, you know they showed the replay of the cornerback and they it, 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 it was thirty seconds left basically, and all you have to do is just keep them from throwing like a fifty yard pass, which is exactly what they did. The dude like just got turned around, like did a twirl, and the BYU go runs right by him, wide open. I know we might try a new segment a little later, which I didn't, I didn't tell anybody. But the uh, you fired, and I said that Pruitt wouldn't be on the hot seat. I mean, is he starting to get on the hot seat? Uh, yes, he, he is. He is firmly there in my position. But uh, we can get back. We can get into it a little later if you guys want. But I mean, Tennessee. Tennessee. Do you have their schedule pulled up? I. I do they don't they play UAB I just later w- in the season? I'm pre- almost positive. I want to give a shout out to uh, the guy that said Tennessee was going to be eight and four. He he did a great job. 
That was me, by the way. Yeah, that eight four is not happening. November second, Tennessee plays UAB. So they, I mean, their their they schedule. They play Chattanooga this week. This yeah, week, and I'm, I'm a little mean, worried for them. Me too. I mean, their schedule does not get any better. They got Florida on September 21st, and then they have a bye, and then Georgia, Mississippi State, and then Alabama. I mean, they're it's not going to get any easier. You, you know, they. I mean, they really should have won that game. I mean, they. I won't say they played terrible. I mean, they were playing BYU, who's not great, but they they should have won that game. They they almost almost like they were just trying to lose. They they kind of expected to lose, and just BYU wanted it more. Man, it's it's rough to be a Tennessee fan right now. Absolutely. Yeah, I I pulled up the my notes. I had Tennessee going three and five in the SEC, so I'm I'm feeling pretty <laughs> decent about my pick right there. You think they'll win three games? <laughs> I mean, who knows? They, There's some they, really bad teams they in the SEC. They play Kentucky and Vandy for sure. I'm, I don't know who their other. Uh, for sure, you're going to give a for sure win. Well, well I'm to Kentucky and Vandy. Those, are, those Vandy. are two good chances to win. Yeah, Vandy's not any good. All right, Chris, your biggest loser. I guess my biggest loser. I I didn't even see this game, but wa- you know Washington losing that, and I, I'm just going to say the whole Pac-12 in general. Yeah. They. Uh, it, it all started last week when Auburn beat Oregon. That that kind of set set one piece into motion and now Washington also losing that that conference is it there's I just don't see a way that they get somebody in the college football playoffs and they're, and they're trying to they're trying to bring that conference back and they it's it just it's going farther and farther down the ACC is is jumping over them SEC is always at the top Big 10 and Big 12 are there the has the Pac when's the last time the Pac 12 had somebody in the college football playoffs had to be Washington right Washington two years ago, yep. yeah. I guess they played Alabama and looked horrible and as it, expected. Yeah. They, you know, uh, I mean Utah. You talk about Utah is the only one they have left, and Utah's going to lose a game. I don't even think they looked that good, that good this week. I don't remember who they played, but it was some nobody, and they definitely didn't blow them out, which this seems kind of a normal thing nowadays with big teams. Thirty-five, but seventeen, Northern Illinois. Northern, yeah. Northern Illinois is sometimes good, so. I'll give them a little bit of a break, but th- they're going to lose to somebody. I just see that happening, and I think you're right. that They're not going to get somebody in the playoff. I, I don't see how it happens. So I have one more. Uh, uh, Chris, unless you have one. Go, go ahead. So I have to go. You know, we, we're just going to, like, keep a list here of our losers that we're going to have every week. <laughs> Since we already got we got Tennessee. Who's the other one we had? We had somebody else that was a loser last week. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. <laughs> Hugh Freeze. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Freeze. Hey, Honestly, he, he is he is he on there? No, I don't. I don't know anything about Liberty. I don't know what they did this week. Well, I he guess had, he had a dentist chair. What? Yeah, yeah, they upgraded him from his hospital bed. And they brought in what they called a medical chair, which basically looked like a dentist chair. So he got to sit upright a little bit and, and in the press box. Oh my goodness! So yes, he's on the losing. <laughs> yes, he is. Loose. He is in the losing rank. Now the other team I was going to say, um, I guess Chip Kelly could have been on there last week, but. Um, Florida State, U L U L Monroe, and you need a, you know, let's see, they came back, tied it up. I think it was double overtime. They had to have U L Monroe's kicker miss an extra point for them to win. Like, wow, they are they are close to as bad as Tennessee. I mean, I mean, I know they were playing U L Monroe versus BYU, but both of them very bad. Yeah, I'm gonna make this quick because we're kind of dragging it out a little bit. But uh, Michigan, I'm putting Michigan on 
the losers of the week. I mean, you you beat Army and then you act like you won a national championship. Sit down. You got another one, Chris? No, I think that's it. Michigan, you could definitely say Michigan was a big loser. Uh, that was an embarrassing performance. They should have blown Army out. Yeah. All right, a triple option wager. How did we do last week, Matt? Do you can you pull it up from your phone? Yeah, I got, I, I got it. I got it. Uh, well, hold on. I do have it. Yes. So, so before we get started, let me just tell them what we have. We have uh, Dr Pepper, a strawberry, and wait, a strawberry? <laughs> what? What? Okay, so I already know I lost. I, sorry, I was not paying attention. Obviously, <laughs> so I already know I lost. That's why I was saying we have a Dr Pepper, a strawberry. Okay. So we can we could go through it, but I already know I lost. Yes, you did from from the overhyped Texas A and M. We pick. me and Chris were three and two, and you were two and three. We got the Tennessee and the uh, Miami games wrong. I feel like so. our picks are, are not that great. Like we are, so I I did a tally, and I think me and you are now six and four, and then Brantley is five and five. So wow, we, not great. No, keep up with this, then, and I, please. Well, and that's just picking straight. That's not even using the spread, which makes it even harder. But just, yeah, just straight up, you, you would think that you could do a lot better than sixty percent. We are picking some of the harder games, I guess. But th- th- there's been upsets, and yeah. uh, and we're not picking that many upsets. And when we do, we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> At least some of us are. All right. So this week we have the Warheads again. I have a little uh, two tablespoons of hot sauce. Crystal, or is that Cristal? <laughs> crystal hot sauce. Definitely. <laughs> crystal, definitely Cristal. <laughs> and then some syrup. So uh, this is how we're going to do it. I kind of showed you. Uh, we have little cups here. If you guys have ever played the little move around the cup game. That's um, what it's called, by the way. Move around the cup game. Anyway. Yeah, sure. I don't know. but We're going to call it shuffle cups. Shuffle cups. There we go. That's pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Matt's going to shuffle these around a little bit. And then he's going to put a number on top of them, one through three. And then I will pick the number and whatever is under that cup. i got to handle it. I've got my eyes closed. This is hard to do. Do you have the numbers? Uh, Hold on. It's great, great podcasting. I might throw a song in here or something. Okay. You good? Yep. Wait, do you? Two. Pick two. Oh, man, I did not want it to be syrup. (laughs) Oh. Oh, so this is a oh, whole is this man. a whole, this is a whole no, thing of Cracker no, Barrel's little. It's just this two tablespoons of syrup. Yeah, I don't even know how old this is. This cra- is that Cracker Barrel like, from Cracker Barrel or something? Well, yeah, Cracker Barrel syrup. Yeah. You know it's good. Speaking of, have our checks come in from last week's um, Jacks and uh, Dollar General? I got mine. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I guess what? I need to wait on it. Oh man, this looks terrible. Uh, All right, um, it's like it's like cough syrup, but it's just regular syrup. Uh, I mean, I guess it's got to be better than cough syrup, looks right? Kind of thick. It does look really oh, thick. <laughs> Chris, you do have something to drink after this, right? Chris is, yeah. uh, Chris is like not 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 doing well. All right, so after this, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna go into our game picks. All right, here we go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They look miserable. I mean, I feel like I would have... I don't know if I'd gone over Warheads, but I'd probably done it over the hot sauce. But after seeing you do that, I don't think I would. How much would the hot sauce... How much would you have to do the hot sauce? Same. Same cup. 
Nope. I, think, I think we should cut <sighs> the hot sauce half of that because. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't. I, that, it that wasn't as dangerous. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't at ba- as bad at first, and then when it went down my throat, uh, oh, <laughs> oh man, I feel like I'm gonna have diabetes. Well, need to go eat some pancakes so you can uh, wash oh, that down. Oh man, that was terrible. That was such a bad idea. I don't even know what we're doing now. Maybe you shouldn't have picked Texas A to beat Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was either gonna be. I could. I think I could handle the hot sauce. Or the uh, or the warheads again? Oh man, that's syrup. Oh man. Okay. I'll, I'll try and I'll try and get through it. Are you crying? Yes, a little <laughs> bit. My my eyes are tearing up. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Stanford versus. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't in there rumors that you have a phone call that you have a phone number for a guest pick? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, we'll get into that after after, after the, our after picks. We do the virtual four picks. I'm pretty excited about that. All right. Um. So. Stanford versus UCF. Who wants to take it? I will take it. You know, Stanford lost to USC last week pretty bad. Uh, they beat them over 20 points. And then you got UCF. Before you pick your – sorry. Go uh, ahead. Are you, are you going to be able to keep up with it on your phone, or are you going to try and write it down? I got it. Okay. I am going to go with UCF 31, Stanford 28. Uh, I could see Stanford winning this game. I have no idea if their quarterback is going to be back. But, I mean, UCF's a good team, I think. It's at UCF as well. So, Sanford's going to have to go a long ways. They won the national championship, what, last year, two years ago? Yeah, they did. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, that's them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they have a banner, and I think they made rings, so why not? It's pretty impressive that they, uh, you know, they did really well last year, even after Scott Frost left. And uh, I think they're going to do good again this year. And their quarterback got hurt, like really bad hurt as well. Is he back? No. Uh, I don't think he'll ever play again. I thought he was talking about playing. Mackenzie uh, Milton. I mean, that's going to be pretty impressive if he did, if he does come back, because his knees, his knee was jacked up. I mean, way worse than mine. Yes, it was way worse than yours. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with UCF. I think it'll be close, and I, I, I think uh, UCF pulls this one out in a close one, 31-28. So I've got UCF 37, Stanford 27. This is going to be one of those games where UCF can go in there and they can beat the name brand team and Stanford's they're down this year I think they and, are and UCF will go out there they'll get the win they'll taunt it around that they they beat a Pac-12 team Stanford. the only problem I have with UCF is that Florida tried giving them a home and home game and they turned it down it's my only beef with UCF is that true well I, Brantley I th- said it has to be true then yeah it's true okay. I promise no you look it up Florida Florida offered them a home and home a uh, few years from now, I think four years. I think it's always a. See, four I, th- I thought it. No, so I thought the deal was that Florida offered them two home, two home games, yeah, like away. two, yeah. t- like they would play two home games at Florida, and then one game at UCF, and UCF wouldn't take it. Uh, okay, but still, yeah, they, they, they just try to think that they're a better school than they are, just because they've been good in the last two three years. Whatever. I mean, you you gotta you gotta rep for your university, stand up for them. I mean, they get paid to go and play. Absolutely. Like, what, who did Tennessee lose to? Was it Georgia State or Southern? Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern. Yeah, so Georgia Southern. It was definitely not Georgia Southern. It was Georgia, it was Georgia State. State. Yeah, Georgia State. So but Georgia, barely said it confidently. So <laughs> I did that say it very good. confidently. I did say it very confidently. I, I think LSU beat Georgia, Georgia Southern uh, week one. But, yeah, Tennessee lost to Georgia State. Georgia State got paid $950,000 to travel to Tennessee and beat yep. Tennessee. Yep. And no telling how much BYU got paid. I, I don't probably know. Not, probably nothing. Just to be honest. Really? 
I they usually like just pay the the small schools. BYU's BYU's not that big. Well, like the the a lot of those, you know, it's a home and home between BYU and Tennessee. The small schools usually you don't do home and home, so it's a little different, I think. I'm gonna make mine quick because, like I said, we've been trying kind of dragging this out, even though we we're trying to we we're kind of wing it. But uh, uh, UCF, I've got UCF. I mean, the polls are saying that they have an 84.3 percent chance of winning. I mean, that's not really saying much to me, but uh, UCF has a lot better a lot better players going on this year. Stanford's down. UCF wins. Kentucky, Florida? Uh, no, Kansas State versus Mississippi State. Okay, fine. Right, we'll talk your, about that. Your team. Yeah, this is, you know, it's a little tougher than I was hoping it would be because I don't know what the deal is with our quarterback. And we didn't talk about our game, but he was looking fantastic. He was 9 for 9 with over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Our running back was looking great. And then he goes out and holding his holding his right shoulder. And I don't know what's going on. So if if he's not in, uh, it makes me kind of concerned. I, I think we still pull it out. I I think I I was kind of assuming that he was not going to be in there, and I put uh, us uh, MSU twenty four, uh, Kansas State twenty. You know, I, and uh, I do want to get a give a shout out to Kylan Hill, who I said is going to be top running back in in the SEC, and he had hundred yards again. He's going to be good. I've got Mississippi State 31, Kansas State 28. So I've got Mississippi State winning. I think this is going to be a really close game. And I, I just don't really know what to think of Mississippi State. I, I thought they were going to be a good defensive team, and they, they have signs of good, you know, playing good defense. But then there's times where the defense breaks down. I was impressed with their offense. I guess week one, they put a lot of points on the board. And then it just you, you don't know what you're getting with them, it seems. There, there's no consistency there, but I, I still think they can pull out a close one against Kansas State. I don't. I have no idea about Kansas State. I haven't seen a single game of theirs. I, they, they've played nobody, so you, you really don't know. They scored a lot of points on them, but we'll, we'll find out. It's at home at Mississippi State, too, so that helps. I'm, I'm going to make a bold pick. I'm sorry, Matt, but Mississippi State almost gives up 400 yards a game right now. And Kansas, they put up 540-something yards per game right now and 50 points. I know they don't play very many people or very high teams, but that's a lot of yards and a lot of points. Like you said, there's no telling on the quarterback situation. I got to go with uh, Kansas State on this one. You said it was at Mississippi State, um, but it's an early game. It is, 11 o'clock. So it's hard. Those early games, it's hard for the crowd to get right into it. So it could be a It's also going to be 500 degrees, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's uh, I've been pretty disappointed with our defense as well, um, so far. So, like I said, I would have loved to pick this as a much uh, blowout as a blowout, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. All right, Florida, Kentucky, Chris, you want to go ahead with your pick on this one? Yeah, Florida, I've got them thirty-four, Kentucky twenty-three. Yes, I think this is going to be a blowout. Kentucky is is not the team that they were last season. They lost a lot of people. They struggled. With, did they play East? Was it Eastern Michigan they played last week? I think, and they sh- kind of struggled with them. So what, they just haven't been very impressive. I I, I kind of have Kentucky near the bottom with Vandy in the SEC East, and I I just think Florida goes out there and should have an an easy time with Kentucky. Well, I, they also carted off their quarterback Terry Wilson. I don't know if you saw that in the last game. So you know, uh, I'm I'm just guessing. I think he's he's got to be out for a while. And uh, he was part of what made that offense click. He wasn't amazing, but but he kept it going. So, yeah, I, I'm going to go the same. I got Kentucky 
Uh, I mean, I got Florida winning thirty-one seventeen. Short and sweet. I've got Florida. Kentucky doesn't have Benny Snell anymore. He was a big part of that offense. Honestly, that that that's that's all I got. I mean, I think I think Florida will take care of it. Yeah, but Kentucky's gonna have a hard time scoring against that Florida defense, and I think Florida can just kind of do what they want as long as as long as Felipe Franks doesn't turn the ball over five times. I, Kentucky doesn't have a shot. At, I don't think there is no good games this week. No, they're not. <laughs> it's awful. Our last game. This is the only game that I can see being a decent one to to watch. Uh, Iowa Hawkeyes versus Iowa State University. Uh, do you guys want to go ahead and pick this, or do you want to try and call your guest picker, or do we want to do we want to go ahead first? I think uh, let's call him. Let's see what he's got to say. Lou Holt's office. Yes, uh, I'm looking for Lou. Okay, I'll transfer you. This is Lou Holt. Lou, how's it going? Sorry, son. He just said you were West again. Lou, this is the uh, Triple Option Podcast here. We're doing our picking for the week. Okay, how can I help you, son? Our, our top game, we're doing our picking for the week, and our top game is Iowa versus Iowa State. Need your help. Who do you think is going to win? You want me to predict Iowa Hawkeyes versus State Cyclones? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, Lou. Can you can you handle that for us? Sure, son. I'll I'll, I'll do that for you. Here's the deal: both teams have have great outstanding quarterbacks. They like to sling the ball, like to throw the ball really deep, far as throw the ball for touchdowns. Iowa's gonna Iowa State's gonna have to do that because they don't have a very good running back. Now Iowa Hawkeyes have a pretty decent running back. Here's the deal: I think I think who's gonna be more persistent? on the game, and I think that's going to be the Hawkeyes. Now, I see the Hawkeyes win this game, even though they're going to be at the Ohio State uh, Stadium, but I see Iowa Hawkeyes win this game 42-28. to 28. You can go ahead and write that down. Now, son, I'm going to need you to give me a little more little more heads up before you guys call me out of the blue and just have to predict the game, okay? Yeah, we're, we're sorry about that, Lou. We, we appreciate your time. And uh, and coming on for us, uh, I'm not going to correct you, but yeah, we we appreciate it, Lou. All right, guys, I need you. I need to. I need to finish my prune juice and go take a nap. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Wow, you had Lou. You seriously had Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz number. Yeah, man, he's on my speed dial. That that's incredible. I, Did you write his pick down? You got to keep track of it. Yeah, I got it, Lou. We'll we'll, uh, we'll see if he's right. He did say well, Iowa, right? I think he said it was going to be at Ohio Stadium, Ohio State. So I I don't know where it's being played. I thought he meant Iowa State Stadium, but uh, I don't I don't know. I, that's why I wasn't going to correct him. He probably picked Notre Dame to win, didn't he? I I kind of blacked out, but he did pick the Hawkeyes. All right, Bradley, what are you going to pick <laughs> after that? I don't I don't know I don't know what to do anymore. I'm so uncomfortable. I have some sweaty pits right now. I don't know what's going on. Um, I can't, I don't know if I can pick any. I mean, Lou picked the Hawkeyes, so so you're just gonna go with Lou's pick. I I I've got to. I'm gonna go with the Hawkeyes as well. Like Lou was saying, they both have some pretty good quarterbacks. Hawkeyes have a much better running back. I think their running game is gonna be a little better. My score isn't quite where his is. Uh, I think it's gonna be uh 32 to 17. All right, Chris, what do you got? 
I, I'm also I'm going to take Lou Holtz's advice, and I'm going with Iowa. I, th- I think they win 28 to 20. I wasn't impressed last week. Iowa beat Ruggers 30 to nothing. Uh, but Ohio State didn't, or I'm sorry, Lou, Lou has got me. Lou has got me. He's got me. all of us. I'm thinking they're playing Ohio State. Iowa State didn't look look that great either. So um, I, I just I think Iowa's going to win this and about you know, eight points, seven eight punt points, a touchdown, and that's it. I guess it's a big rivalry game. Yeah, I mean this this game is usually close. I looked actually, Iowa was one of the last four meetings between these teams. We played Iowa in the bowl game. Uh, last year we should have beaten them, but we didn't. So, anyways, they they always have a good defense. You got Kirk Ferentz, uh, the coach there, been there. I think he's the longest tenure coach, maybe in college football. And then you got Iowa State versus Mac with Matt Campbell, who I think is a really good coach. He's got them to eight and three. I think the last two years. I I think Iowa's just got the better team, and uh, this is going to be a low scoring game. Iowa always has a good defense. They kind of just uh, grit grind. I think it's going to be 17-13 Iowa. Always close game. So I'm going to do the low end of the stick. So I guess uh, if we're all right, I got the low score. I I think I picked one team other than you guys. I picked Kansas State, and both of you picked. That's right. So that could be the, the deal breaker. We'll see. We'll see. Well, if that's the case, then I guess it would just be me and Matt. Uh, as yeah, far the tiebreaker score. score. Should have done more research. All right, so we're at the point where we're just going to kind of wing it a little bit. We are going to try a new segment called You Fired. We're going to we're going to look into uh each coach to see who's on the hot seat and if they're going to be fired or not. We might just kind of toss it around a little bit. We might just talk about uh we might do a what is you doing? Who knows. It's kind of an open door. Let's try and uh let's try and see who is fired. I've already talked about him, but I'm going to go ahead and fire him. And <laughs> Chip Kelly, man, he's got, he's got to go. It's just rough. Yeah, I already talked about it, but UCLA is going down the tubes, and I don't see them getting any better this year. So, Chip Kelly, you're fired. Chris, you got one? Um, I've got a couple I guess I could choose from. Before the season started, I really thought Clay Helton would be the number one guy on the hot seat, but he somehow won two games in a row. I still think he gets fired at the end of the season now, opposed to during the season, but I'll go with Willie Taggart, Florida State. I I just he he's just, he just doesn't have it. Florida State, he's not bringing Florida State back. He's had a very disappointing season so far. I think he's on the hot seat. That was mine. That was mine. You failed. I tried to leave the easy one for you, but what well, which one's easy? I mean, Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy, I, I see. Well, the thing Jeremy. about Jeremy is, I I want to like him and I want him to be a good coach. I understand it's a building year, but losing two, uh, he could be on the hot seat. I don't know if he... You could fire Jim Harborough if you don't want to oh, fire Jeremy Will, Will Muschamp, South Carolina lost to um, lost to North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina's having a good season so far, but yeah. I, I don't think North Carolina's that great. We'll, we'll, we'll see. As, as the season unfolds, we'll see. But, so, yes, uh, Will Muschamp has been very disappointing, and he goes and plays Alabama this week. I do not care for Will Muschamp. And, honestly, if he was out of being coaching, I would not be disappointed. So, sure, why not, Will Muschamp, you fired. You fired. (laughs) 
It's just fun to say. That's the truth. It is. It's pretty fun to say. So hey. since we're just winging this. Yeah. And we kind of already talked about the what is you doing with Antonio Brown, but did y'all see the picture of the Florida State wide receiver t- turned around backwards, lined up backwards? Yeah, what is, yeah, what is that all about? Th- that is how bad Willie Taggart in, in Florida State has gotten. That's why That's why he was going to be on my You Fired because uh, I, uh, time and time again I ask, how in the world did he get that job? That is That was a – Top tier job. Top, yes. I mean, Jimbo just won a national championship a couple of years ago. And he didn't leave it as, as they a had. I mean, they had, like, I think they're top five in talent. I mean, they, they got talent to just see how they can even be in close game with UL Monroe. And it, it's it's ridiculous. But, yes. The Was guy, that seriously a drawn up play for him I, to lock? I, I mean, is that even legal? I hope and pray that, that, yeah, I mean, it's legal. You can turn around if you want to, be an idiot. But, I mean, he's kind of in the backfield. I'm hoping it has something to do with how it was drawn up and he was not just lining up the wrong direction, but it looks so stupid. Um, it does. I mean, he he was he was ha- facing towards the other end zone while everybody else was facing the other way. And it was just, it was hilarious. Yeah, I saw the picture, but I had no idea if that was, you know, a drawn up play, if they just caught him and, you know, maybe in motion. Maybe he was turning around going in motion. So I, I don't know the context of that picture, but if he was actually lined up like that, that was ridiculous, and it, that's that's horrible. Anything else? That's all I got. Got some dove on the smoker. We'll see how that turns out. Dove? Yeah, man, I went dove hunting. And I, I shot a lot of shells, and I missed a lot of birds. I hope you don't offend anyone on our podcast <laughs> by your killing and, and the Santa Claus <laughs> comment. I'm here for controversy. That's that's my role on this podcast. Well, you're doing it. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you for the encouragement. I think I saw a couple people shoot some birds uh, on the way in today. <laughs> <laughs> Were you one of those guys not putting your blinker on <laughs> that Bradley likes so much? Oh, do y'all want? To, do y'all have anything on your chest? You want to get off your chest? No, Chris. No, nothing really. No. I got something. Okay, go. Internet. Wireless internet. <laughs> Why can we not get good internet everywhere? It drives me nuts. Mine is terrible. I have Windstream, and it is awful. If anybody's listening, and and they tell you that you will get a certain amount of, uh, I don't even know what it's called. What is, what is it called? Gig? Gigabytes? No? Yeah. Yeah, gigabytes. We, I mean, well, no. We're, 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 we're not on gigabytes. Believe me, we're not on gigabytes. We're on megabytes. Yeah. <laughs> You want to be on Gigabytes. <laughs> That's how I feel. Is that Windstream is awful. Don't get it. So I was, I, you know, we were driving through the in the middle of nowhere last weekend, and you drive by and you see these signs that says "High Speed Internet." You can get it. There needs to be a limitation on what you can call high speed internet nowadays, because you know, back in the day when there's only DSL, it was actually high speed internet to have like one or two megabytes. It needs to be at least twenty five megabytes to even be close to high speed internet nowadays. Yeah, twenty no twenty five is not enough. I think you need to get. Oh yeah, it's not enough. But for me, it would be nice. I mean, I only have eight. I don't. What did you say you have? I don't even know. Anyways, I'm trying to I'm trying to play games over here, and that I'm lagging like crazy, jumping all over the place. <laughs> Sometimes it helps me though. <laughs> that's Dude, my that's my get off my chest. I do have one. We went to uh we went to Disney World, and every time we go to Disney World, people that walk. Like five wide, 
because they think they have to be next to their friend or their mother or whatever, like taking up the entire sidewalk. It drives me nuts. That's a good one. Oh, it, oh man, it gets on my nerves. And then people that walk slow, or you stop in the middle of the sidewalk and you're blocking up traffic. It's like a traffic jam. You got to go around you. Awful. Walk, people. Walk. You, could, you could also say the the people that walk on the the opposite side. You know, generally yes. you you always you drive on the right side of the road. I would say that you walk on the right side of the of the sidewalk, and you have people trying to pass people walking in basically the other lane. You know, walking yeah. walking down the wrong side and, and respect I guess I can, the rules you know, of the sidewalk gets my nerves. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. All I got. All right. I guess that's it. Another edition of the Triple Option Podcast. You can always uh, check us out. Follow us on Twitter, T Option Podcast. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening. Episode five.